welcome to the short print podcast where we talk about cards, things that are on our minds. I'm John Samuelson. I'm in Portland, Oregon, and my partner on the East Coast is. Hey, I'm Brett Clark, and I am in New Albany, Indiana. New Albany, Indiana, birthplace of basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is where it all began, um, and it is where it has left. Because <laughs> as much as I would love to say that my Indiana Hoosiers are still the uh, prized uh, team of college basketball, sadly, just like Notre Dame football is no longer the, the prize of uh, college football, uh, my Hoosiers have fallen off the map, uh, even more so than Notre Dame football, who can get yes. to the big games, just yes. has no chance of winning. Right. So let me just go ahead and alienate a fan base right off the bat, <laughs> our very first episode in 30 seconds. That's Notre right. Dame fans. Sorry, but not sorry. You guys are good enough to get there, but not good enough to win. That's right. Well, Brett and I, do. we do share a lot of, even though we are far apart, we do share a lot of teams in common that we root for. Um, and we'll get to that as we go on. But right, we are both very, very hopeful as football season just ended last night. We are both very hopeful White Sox fans. And we think this is going to be a good year for White Sox. And in fact... Brett, who are you, uh, I'm just on talking on people that you're buying right now. Are you buying any White Sox right now um, for cards-wise? I can tell you a couple people I'm buying, and I've noticed they've been jumping as football has been going off the radar now a little bit. So who are you buying? Yeah, so as far as White Sox players go, right off the bat, I mean, obviously Luis Robert, right? I mean, um, I was buying him last summer, um, really – um, as this pandemic, you know, really took off and um, we were all on lockdown and all the different times. This is how I really got back into the hobby of card collecting. And um, it could have come at a better time for me as a White Sox fan because Luis Robert was definitely um, just hitting his stride as a rookie. Um, we were we were all in him on, on a, from a fan base perspective right away. Um, I'm still buying a lot of uh, Tim Anderson when I can find him. Um, he's underrated. Uh, not enough people know about him. It, to me, if Major League Baseball was smart, they would be promoting him like crazy. And I think they're maybe starting to start to catch on a little bit because he just got named on the, the cover for uh, RBI Baseball, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, so um, I love Tim Anderson. Uh, really, all of our resistant players. I, I bought a couple of uh, uh, Elo Jimenez here recently, as well as, as uh, the reigning MVP, Jose Abreu, who uh, I bought – Two of his auto cards, um, one will stay in my PC and one is going to be uh, for selling at some point down, some point down, uh, down the road, maybe, yeah. probably. It's always probably. a hard line. It's always had a hard line between like collecting and flipping, right? I feel like, I feel like that's maybe we're both the same way where we, I like to collect and I like things that I like and I like to keep them in the PC. But then again, if there's something that comes along and you know, um, you have to flip it and buy more cards with it then if it's advantageous, then that's how I kind of fund my addiction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So especially when it comes to, uh, for baseball, you know, it's going to be the White Sox. Um, I'm, there's not a ton of flipping that's going to go on uh, for those guys. Um, but uh, in football, it's the Bears um, all day. I got uh, a ton of Cole Komet cards this year. And um, I got two um, RPA of his, uh, one of them in a Notre Dame uh, uniform, one of the Bears. 
probably keep the Bears one some point in time, maybe flip to the Notre Dame one. Uh, the one card that I like a lot of Kokomet that I got is I got a Kokomet Prism Checkerboard. Um, mm-hmm. And trying to decide, I actually have the one up on eBay right now, but I have a, a kind of a ridiculous price <laughs> just to kind of let it sit there, be out there, and hope that he rises to that price. And if he is one of those ones where it's like, if somebody offered me this price, I'm absolutely going to say, here you go, because I like it, but not quite that much. And um, I'm just kind of leaving it there. But yeah, but then other teams, I'm, you know, I'm getting because with the intent of, of at some point in time flipping them. And, uh, and that's really kind of all sports. Of course, it's the Pacers for me in basketball. For you, it's probably the Bulls, probably more in your PC is my guess. Am I right there? I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm being a Portland transplant now. I'm oh, I have so many Dame Willard cards right now. It's not even funny. And then, you know, you know, what's funny is even like um, Nasir Little dropped 30 the other day uh, last week and his cards took off for about a couple of days. And I have so many Nasir Little rookie cards in there. I was like, I've got some really good ones. So I was like, here, let me fire off a silver prism. Let me see what that brings in real quick. And I, they, they all sold pretty, pretty quickly within that. But then, of course, it's the Nasir Little problem that he has a chance to start. He starts and scores thirty, and then he injures his knee, and then he's out for two games. And that's kind of that's kind of the Blazers right there. That's the Blazers are like the NBA like football team. Like they get so many injuries. It's like when you get that good player in the NFL, and then all of a sudden he's gone and. You know, for he's a pulls a Darius. You you have hopes for Darius guys as a running back two years ago, and then all of a sudden he blows his knee out and he's gone for the year, and you're just like, poor Darius guys, he's just gone. You know, that's the Blazers in the NBA. I think that's what they are. But uh, Dame is back, so we're ready to go. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's it's an interesting thing. Tim Anderson. Now that you brought him up, that I mean, not I've been buying a lot of Tim Anderson, and I've noticed. He's, I, I got in kind of right at the end and he's been a steady climber, I think, on his 2000, um, I believe it's 2013 uh, Bowman Chrome. And I don't buy the, I don't know about you, but I don't buy the Bowman, I'm a big Bowman person. I don't buy a lot of Bowman paper. I just go Chrome and autos and like short, short prints, right? Like the colored short prints. That's what I like to do for Tim Anderson. Do you yeah, get the Bowman? I think when I'm buying stuff, what's that? Do you do the Bowman that much? Do you do the, the Bowman prospects at all? Like if you buy Eloy, are you buying Eloy as in a Cubs uniform because that's his first Bowman? Yeah, I know that's true. And um, yeah, so my the Eloy that I have of his uh, actually isn't in, in um, the my, my auto I have is, is in a White Sox jersey. Um, but yeah, I don't have the Bowman one. Just like I, I don't have a Fernando Tatis uh, Bowman in his White Sox. Oh, so uh, sad. So sad. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I can't even talk about. I love Fernando Tatis. I can't even. Right, it's so love. cool to see him in a white Sox uniform, and I just wish I could just keep him there in a little capsule. Right. <laughs> and for some reason, who? For some reason, we were like, you know what? We don't need this amazing prospect. Let's instead trade him for James Shields. James Shields is good. That's the White Sox curse right there. <laughs> Although I know I notice on Reddit that um, on Reddit we the Sox Reddit does love to torture Cubs fans about Eloy because as we, got, we, as we should right right absolutely we got him for we got him for um, almost at Jose Contreras but that's not right um, 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, I can't think of the guy's name. We traded for for Aloy. Um, he just left the white. He just left the Cubs. Why can't I not think? All right, we'll have to look it. We'll have to look it up as we go on. We'll look it up. We'll look. We'll look okay. it up. It's not point wasting our our future listeners. Uh, are, <laughs> right. Don't care. <laughs> and we won't, we won't always just talk about going about White Sox, but that that's just who I, I happen to be buying right now. Um, on my radar for baseball, I am buying Tim Anderson, Bowman Chrome. I am buying Eloy Jimenez, um, Bowman Chrome to kind of get ready for baseball. Basketball-wise, yep. since it is in season, I am kind of trying to get some – I feel like Rui Hachimura is going to get there at some point, and I've, I'm still kind of buying Rui. I also think the people to watch out for – are um, the Phoenix Suns team. I really think that Cameron Johnson and Mikel Bridges, as far as like affordable people that you can, like uh, if you ever see a good affordable Trey Young or a good affordable Luka Doncic, of course we'll buy that. But I think it's like for potential to jump. And I really think Gary Trent Jr. in Portland, not to be a homer, he, whenever he gets a chance, I really think he is a good, still a good buy that's low on like, you can buy your prism silvers and your prisms for under $50 and make out. That's what I think. Yeah, no, I I like all the people that you just named. Uh, I like, I like Rui. Um, I've moved some Rui here here recently. Um, Cam Johnson, I'm I'm holding on to. Um, I want to see, I think that, when uh, the Suns get into the playoffs this year, and I'm predicting that they are going to make it into the playoffs this year, um, that he's the kind of guy, uh, kind of like, uh, oh, the guy for Tampa Bay last year in, in baseball playoffs, Randy. Um, oh, a Rose yeah, Arena. A Rose Arena. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listeners, you'll learn real quickly that I cannot pronounce um, most people's names. <laughs> I can barely say Samuelson. So, um, and we're, and we're, uh, we're, we're getting up there a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm 10, I got, ten, I've got 10 or 12 years on Brett. So my memory fogs, but I do kind of remember, I can remember a Rose Arena because he's good. All right. Oh, yeah, it sounds, there you go. I, I'll, I'll hear that tune in my head now, but <laughs> I think much like how he had a great postseason, and I honestly didn't really know much about him, but he had a great postseason. I remember coming home, um, going through my, my tape and vague cards, and then realized, oh, wait, I need to go to my St. Louis cards and found them. And I found like a good number card that the previous week I sold for like $15 and I sold it for 90 um, uh-huh. that day. And I really don't think I think it got kind of a lot higher than that. So, you know, Cam Johnson's the kind of guy, I guess here in our first segment, whatever you want to call this, you know, who we're buying, who we're selling. Um, but, you know, I think Cam Johnson's a great buy right now. For that very reason, he's something who I'm holding on to because because they're gonna make the playoffs, right? Um, where um, Ruby, I don't like as much because Washington's not gonna make the playoffs, and uh, I don't know if he I don't know if he has how much of a ceiling he really has um, to to shine, at least not in the media. I think Ruby's a longer hold. If you're getting Ruby's right now, you're probably looking more towards you know either a you're a PC in them, you're, and you like him, whether you're a Gonzaga fan or whether you're a Wizards fan. Um, which if you're a Wizards fan out there, I'm, I'm sorry, but, um, but he's a longer hold, like Sekou Nambayo for uh, Detroit. Now I'm holding on to his because I don't think his cards have a lot of value right now, but uh, I, I see some potential uh, in him, whether that's realized in Detroit or not, um, you know, that remains to be seen or whether he'll get a chance to get traded somewhere else. But Cam Johnson, back to him real quick. I like him now because I still think you can buy him at a good value. And I think that there's, I think he's going to win them a playoff game or he's going to have 
a playoff series where he um, is an unexpected surprise and somebody's to jump on whatever card of his you kept um, and, and, and had him bulk. And you, and you might not get, you know, four or 500 of them like you would have a John Moran or Zion or whatever. But if you have six or seven of them that you're moving for a hundred, 150 bucks a piece, you know, you've made a pretty good return on your investment. So he's somebody who I, I agree with you. I definitely like him, um, um, you know, quite a bit for the, for that reason. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I'm buying from, because I'm still surprised at how low his cars are right now, and that's RJ Barrett. I think he's playing great. Yeah. yeah. He's in a phenomenal market in yeah. New York, and that matters um, in this business of flipping cards. What team they play for, what market they're in matters because this is a bigger fan base in New York. He obviously comes from Duke. Uh, all those things play, and I think his cards having a um, – I feel like it's a bit of a longer game with RJ, and I'm definitely buying a lot of RJ when I can, buying the Knicks and breaks when I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, But um, I think a few years from now, um, he when he'll, he'll start making first, second, third team All-NBA. Yeah. He's that talented of a, of a player, and um, I think that that – People are smart right now. They're buying and holding on to RJ's, um, and um, and even when he has his first jump, you know, when they when the Knicks make the playoffs, maybe for the first time, not necessarily this year, but they're good. they'll be right there in the mix. Uh, yeah. They're a talented team. They got a real coach. Just landed D Rose. I kind of think D Rose might actually take away from RJ. Might actually cause cause his cars to dip down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Next couple of weeks, so kind of what I'm banking on, and then I, I'm on the snatch of a few more because in the end. He is, to me, all NBA level talent of a player, um, and it's going to come together for him. I think it's come together for him in, in actually in New York, where Seku and, and Rui, they might get there, but I don't think they're going to get there in Washington or in Detroit. Yeah, well, the the New York Knicks trade is interesting because I've been watching a lot of um, NBA. Um, I'm a huge NBA fan, and um, I really think that. Um, the D Rose for Dennis, I, I was really kind of, I'm kind of in the free Dennis Smith Jr. camp a little bit. It's too bad he had to go to Detroit where that we would talk about a team that's never going to make the playoffs. Um, but I think it's good that I, I really, Dennis Smith Jr. was a person that was really seemed like really good for the Mavericks his first year, went to New York and just lost whatever focus. So I'm glad that he at least gets a start again. You know, I, I thought he I thought he was kind of a, a draft steal for a little bit, and then now he's just kind of in obscurity. But hopefully with RJ, what you're really hoping, and Brett knows this is, that if the Knicks did make the playoffs and they were winning their game by like 15 points, that Tib, Thibodeau wouldn't leave him in the game with like 30 seconds left to blow out his knee like he did with Derrick Rose, therefore almost <laughs> diminishing his. That was the, the day that I thought maybe the Bulls had a chance to get back to glory. And that injury, oh, I'll never forgive Thibodeau for that. I just never will. But he is a good coach. Players like to play for him. Taj Gibson, our boy, is still up there too. So, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's well, good. I know, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's but the, I mean, really, moving, getting, getting Tibbs, the guy like Derrick Rose, is a really, it's a very, Tibbs move, right? And it really seems like an actually like a pretty solid move for New York and in, in, in a in a team and a fan base and a in a franchise that hasn't been known to make 
solid moves like that. I think D Rose has proven while at an early age, obviously the youngest MVP still right in NBA history and um, um, has shown that he, even though he's, he's survived all these injuries and he's still playing, he still plays at a solid level. Yeah, he's, um, he's a great guy for people like RJ to be around. Um, and I, I still have a little bit of Frank Nikiatili, right? See again. Um, right, yes, Frank. Yeah. I heard that they actually tried to trade um, him because he's kind of landed on the bench too. But the reason they, the Pistons took Dennis Smith was because of um, a draft pick went with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a little bit of Frankie Smokes in a couple of the podcasts I listen to call him. Um, um, I have a little bit of stock still left left in him because I, I think he's a talented he's a talented kid in, in the right role maybe not a starter but uh a defensive point guard coming off the bench uh give me some good solid type of type of minutes like that um is the right role for him so i really like um speaking of just new players that we because we didn't really talk about any new players um the new the new rookies from the nba i really like i really actually like quickly i think it's his name quickie who is another guard that I was hoping D Rose, but I was like, D Rose is going to come in and kind of maybe mentor those guards. I, I think right. that, that move really shows that your RJ Barrett um, buys might not be that far. Like it sounds to me like the Knicks are trying for this year to make the playoffs and it doesn't sound like they're wasting. I thought that was a bold move that says the Knicks are trying to make the playoffs and they have a, they have a shot, I think for sure. So what, it's the right year when you're in the Knicks, right? And you know, to um, again, as listeners, you'll find out. I think we're, we'll do. I think we'll do our best job to mix a little bit of actual sporting news with our card <laughs> stuff. And with you know, in in this you know, discussion here, talking about the fact that the Knicks, this is the right year for them. That if you think that you can make even that that play in playoffs that they've had added into this now, this is a good year for it because it's 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 still coming off of COVID. Um, you have a lot of you know games that are being canceled. You have your know, teams who are missing players because of uh, health protocol and all that kind of stuff. And so, if you team like the Knicks, you have enough talent to um, to be competitive each night. You have a, a good coach. You're building a culture. Um, you, you you know that Giannis isn't coming. You know that some of these other you know big tier one free agents aren't coming. But if you can start changing that dialogue a little bit. I mean, nobody thought that big free agents were going to Brooklyn, you know, just a couple of years ago and changing, you know, leadership, changing, you know, general manager, you know, they, they, they started to build a culture, you know, with good coaching and, and winning with guys like, you know, D'Angelo Russell and, you know, Terrence LeVert and, you know, a bunch of other people who aren't there anymore. Right. And including the coaches is there, but they built that culture. They got the players they wanted, got the coach they wanted. And I think the Knicks are starting down that same path. And I agree. I think you know, a draft a guy like um like um Manu quickly and then um um having a guy like D Rose come in and mentor those guys. Um they're for the first time in a long time, they're on the right track. And the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. Oh, for sure. I think that's for sure. I think that um, as long as we we brought it, as long as we brought up, we should, we keep going. So NBA hoops came out. I'm not a big buyer. We were just talking about this a little bit off off air. I'm not a big buyer of hoops, except for to kind of collect some things. And I think that like 
you know, when you used to be able to go to Target and buy blasters, like I would buy a blaster of hoops just because I like to open basketball cards. Um, as far as the rookies go, who are you? I, I've, I noticed some of the teams that are um, a little bit high priced. It seems like everybody is in, now in love with Lamella Ball, for sure. Hornets yep. are the biggest priced team. I actually, on the West Coast, get a, the chance to watch a few more games probably. And I really think that Bill Simmons was correct with this Therese with Halliburton for the Kings. I really think he's good. I've watched a lot of his stuff. His purr is really good when he comes in the game. Like he's got good, he's, he's a good solid player. And I just wonder how the Kings are going to work him in. I know that LaMelo is now starting and now his stuff. I mean, I think he scored, I think he dropped 33 the other day. So yeah. um, LaMelo is really good. I really like Wiseman. To, I think there's a lot of solid, um, even like Elia Kobu for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I feel like there's a lot. I know that there's no like Zion Jaw kind of rookies in this class. Um, who who is the the Minnesota Timberwolves? Who is the number one? Is it Edwards? Yeah, I Anthony mean, Edwards. Yeah, right. He's good too. They're they're really good. They just need to kind of start to get their chances a little bit. But I think there's some solid rookies out there even you know um even for the blazers the other day when they were all hurt they had cj ellerby come in and he dropped like 20 points i mean when he started so i mean i don't i don't even think he started that game to be honest with you but there's there's some decent talent for a college group that didn't really get the showcase of march madness that we're used to with like the zion jaw like jaw got the big march madness showcase and that's right. right. And then he's on the map. But yeah, I don't know. So is there anybody I didn't mention that you like from rookies or you can disagree with me on some of my rookies that, that uh, I just named? No, I, I think I think you definitely named the big ones there, right? With uh, LaMelo and uh, Tyrese Halliburton has been playing so much, so, so mature. And um, I was telling my, my boys, you know, that uh, my sons that if this upcoming draft had to be one of the most difficult drafts for yeah. the NBA because they didn't get that showcase that you just mentioned. Right. And so, you know, I, Big Ten fans, we were all screaming, yeah, like Halliburton is a stud, you know, you know, you know, I, I'm sorry, he's an Iowa State guy, right. but we still, you know, um, um, but, you know, so still get to see him and see, um, knowing he did there and um, the company that I, I work for is based in South Dakota. So I work with a lot of Iowa State fans. And so they were all, all about him. And, um, so the other one that you that you didn't mention um, is the one for the Miami Heat, and that's that Precious. Oh, Precious! Um, yeah, I, yeah, I've been hearing him too. I haven't seen him. I guess I haven't watched as many Heat games just because I feel like Hero and Butler have been hurt, so it hasn't been as interesting to me to watch the Heat. Maybe so I haven't seen him as much. He's talented, you know, and I think he, I thought he was a steal when when they drafted him, and I still think that he um, has a lot of upside to him. And, and again. So much of this is about also your draft situation, you know, going to a team like the Miami Heat, getting them to play for Spolstra, getting to play with, with Jimmy Butler, who I'm certain is not always a joy to play with because um, uh, <laughs> how hard he is on people. But if you have a good work ethic and um, are going to come to play every day, he's got to be a great person uh, to learn from. I think what's going to be interesting to see is a guy like Halliburton, who's doing really well at the bench, uh, for Sacramento um, is one, where does he fit long-term with that team where they already have Buddy Heald and, and 
uh, Swiper Fox and De'Aaron Fox out, out there playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where they have played all three of them sometimes. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me how often those three have been on the court together. Uh, but also how he would do in a, in a starter role because he definitely looks like he has starter level talent and mm-hmm. certainly playing that way. But will he struggle when he is um, uh, put into that starter role, whether it's because of an injury, whether it's because of, of health protocols? And ultimately, this podcast is about um, sports cards. What will that do to his value? One thing we've seen this year, and I'm sure you've noticed it, is Tyler Hero. We were talking about him earlier uh, off uh, off the podcast. Um, you were last year. He was one of the prizes of the draft. He's off the bench, scoring 16, 18, 20-some points a game, all this kind of stuff. This year, he's got he got to start a lot more, and he struggled as a starter, and you've seen his cards just, just drop mm-hmm. in price. Um, and so it's just fascinating to think about, you know, is Halliburton really this good, or is he just better than other people's bench players? Right. And how does and how that affects the market, you know, um, where you mentioned like Lamelo has got a chance to start, and he's done really well as a starter. It's not his cars are just just jumping up in price. They're crazy. So what do you think? All right. So if we're talking sports cards a little bit, so what do you think then? My argument is I like I, I don't mind hoops. I don't mind buying a little bit of hoops. But I'm not going all in on hoops. I'm waiting for Prism to come out and some of the other releases. Like hoops is not one of my, as I look at it, it's not one of my favorite releases. Although I do like, I do think their insert cards are pretty cool. But like, as far as like flipping and stuff, like I'll buy my hoops cards just so I have some of my Damian Lillard and my players that I collect. And maybe I grab a couple rookies. But if the rookies go off, like I can remember selling, I got a John Morant. I sold my John Morant um, hoops rookie, no problem, you know, because I'm just yeah. like, I might as well. Um, I, I totally agree. I think that if you're buying hoops, um, you know, this first round of hoops for the for this new uh, NBA class, um, I think you flip right away. Yeah. You know, if it if it's not something that you're going to PC, um, then you just move them. You know, mm-hmm. you're going if you're not a if you're not a diehard Charlotte Hornets fan. Then you get a Lamelo. Just flip it. It's not worth to me. It's not worth grading. I see people who sent these in for grading. I have no interest in grading a hoops based uh, rookie card. Um, I have no interest in really holding on to long. I like some of the inserts are cool, uh, but I can just flip them real quick and um, not paying big dollar amounts. I think the break I was in um, the other day uh, at three teams for sixty bucks. Um, another one I did, I, you had uh, one team, but three, but you had three boxes uh, mm-hmm. for, uh, it was like under, under $40, something, somewhere around there. Um, um, so, I mean, yeah, it's not, not spending a lot on to get in a break. Uh, I'm not spending a ton of time waiting at, at, at a target to try to get one of these. Um, <laughs> right. And then when I do get, I'm flipping. Right. I think that, I guess, I mean, I, I just think Prism is king. I, and I, you know, there's many sets of basketball. I like, I love Spectra, but I don't even think, yep. Spectra, you know, Spectras are, I, I think are, are decent, but it, it's just right now, it seems like Prism is the king of basketball. And until somebody tells me different, like just for regular, you know, not of your flawlesses and your, I mean, have you watched any of this, the, the new really expensive stuff break? Have you seen any of those ones where here, I'll tell you real quick, cause I'll look at it. I don't even know because I can't buy it, but have you seen any of the eminence from last year? So it's still there, but have you watched a case of the 
Like it's it's got to be like twenty five thirty thousand dollar cases of eminence being broken by breakers. Yeah. So um, to segue to kind of some into some group breaks that I like to watch. One of my favorite group breaks that I like to watch, but I don't. I've never been in one because frankly they're mostly high dollar ones, and that's Mamba cards. Okay. So uh, Mamba, uh, they're based out of L.A. as you would suspect. Uh, big um, Kobe Bryant fan, so just pulled their website up here. And they have a um, 1920 flawless hobby box uh, for eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> um, and you know, I would love to be like, oh yeah, let me just spend eleven thousand dollars and take one of those out, um, and let's <laughs> see what we get right. um, out of it. You know, and that's and that's and that's of course that's for the whole box. But um, I think there's how many cards are, are in are in this. Uh, so in an eminence, so in an eminence case, I've watched them break. I, I've um, platinum is one of the places I watch. They've now broken. They're on their twenty sixth case of eminence, if you can believe that. And so it's seven hundred dollars right now for a random player. So let's say, and I, I love watching them because it's beautiful stuff to be open. I've noticed a lot of like Bill Russell seems to be always in every case that I buy or whatever. But so it's like a fifty player random and you're paying $700 to get just your one random player. And, you know, and so it, it's, it's tough though. I mean, even if you get the super nice, let's say you get the, I've seen a couple nice John Stockton autos on card number to five or whatever, but I, I also watch on eBay to see how much they go for. They're not really going for that much more than the $700 that you would spend on the spot, you know? So you're, you're really kind of trying to hit a, bolt of lightning i think with those you know yeah i think i'd rather put seven hundred dollars in dogecoin right i think i'd rather just put seven hundred dollars just buying graded cards that i like on ebay and especially if it's yeah next time you know so anyway i i but it's beautiful the the product is beautiful it's it's awesome oh absolutely you know but uh, i'm with you i think i'd rather just try to, to win an auction for the car that i want to get anyway right you know on ebay uh, so on Mamba, um, $3,600 for a hit draft. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I like doing hit drafts. I've done hit drafts, not that level hit draft, but like, you know, um, I've done some hit drafts with, you know, Optic Choice, um, you know, eight card boxes like that, you know, where you, know, you spend a couple hundred dollars on that, um, you know, for, um, you know, the Immaculate. Uh, I love Immaculate as a product. I think I it's great, gorgeous cards. Uh, they ought to be if they're called Immaculate. And, um, and I've done some really nice hit drafts on those and those are fun. Um, uh, cause I guess I talked myself into, into the idea that I know I'm getting something for the amount of money that I put into it. Uh, and I might overpay. I might end up like I did one time with a really nice, um, LaMarcus Aldridge card that's worth about 20 bucks that I paid, you know, 144 probably in the <laughs> right, hit draft. Right. right. And, and unless Lamarcus Aldridge has like a, you know, uh, you know, back to back 100 point games, um, that card's not going to be worth any more than 20 bucks, no matter if that much. Um, somebody told me that they were going to buy a Portland card from me the other day. No, I mean a San Antonio card from me the mm -hmm. other day, and um, um, and I asked them like, well, I also have this Lamarcus Aldridge. Do you have any interest in it? Kind of jokingly, and they said, well, you can use that as a, one of the protectors for the <laughs> car that I'm buying off of you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge has a kind of a, 
black eye in the Portland area too. I mean, right. LaMarcus Aldridge has kind of reached his peak, but you know yeah. what? LaMarcus Aldridge to his credit, one of the better bulls draft choices. It's just too bad. They shipped him off right away for whoever they shipped him off. They ship him off for who do they ship him off for? I was going to say four mile swift, but that's it. somebody kind of like that. Really? It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It, it was somebody. But, good. Yeah. The funny thing is he'll probably be in the NBA hall of fame. He, he's a good solid player. I, I've, 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 I've seen a few Portland games when he, he was still, he was still around when I moved up here first. He's, he was a solid player. He just, I think he just knew it was Dame's time. Um, as we yeah. go on in the podcast, we were going to do some different things and um, we're going to talk about some group breaks that we get in. I think group break wins and group break fails are also a real thing because if you look on Reddit all the time, you can see all these great hits and whatever, but we all know if you've been in group breaks that that's not always the way it is. So we'll, we'll shoot straight with you on that one. Like, 140 to get your $20 LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, that's just, that's, that's yeah. the reality of it all. You're not going to hit every time. Um, for my interests, I am totally into um, prison basketball, basketball in general, and I am really into Bowman draft baseball and Bowman baseball. So I've been learning a lot as I go along, as I've gotten back into the hobby. I think that um, Brett, what are what would you're into? Just pretty much all of it. The, like I can talk football cards, but I'm really I've sold pretty much all of my football cards out of my collection because it just got too frustrating for me because I feel like I picked really good players, really good receivers, and it's just all it's just so quarterback driven. There's just nothing for me, so I just keep my bears and move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same way as far as football goes. I mean, I. I enjoy watching the breaks and be part of football breaks uh, here and there, but um, because this is a quarterback driven league um, and, you know, the quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, and that's pretty well it. I mean, as good as Chase Young is um, at defense and he's going to be defensive player of the year, you know, on the rookie side, if you might've already won it, um, he's going to be, you know, a defensive player of the year candidate for years to come. Um, his cars just aren't going to be high value, um, you know? And so that's, that's to be frustrating because there's so many different positions on a football team that it just, to me, lessens your chances. This is why, though, a card like a Patty Mahomes Silver Rookie goes for 12000 because it's they're so hard to hit. And so – um, you're definitely taking a big swing and, and, and then can get a big hit, but it's also a place to get a really, really big miss. Um, football is a little bit better. Like the, the, the stuff from this last year hasn't been back because I think there have been some, I think they're good quarterbacks, right? There's between, you know, Tua, um, obviously Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow before his injury, uh, Jalen Hurt, um, you know, is a, is a great hole. I think Jacob Eason, um, uh, for the Colt is a good hold. Yeah, There's still some value there, right. you know, so they had a lot, it was a, there was a lot of good quarterbacks. Uh, and that's, that's really what you're looking for in that, um, you know, and that with you, I love prison basketball. I'm a big fan of mosaic basketball as well. I do too. Um, I think that's one of the great looks to them as well. So those things. So um, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit more about, you know, um, there's some of the breakers that, that, that you like yeah, to follow. All right, so here, let's let's talk, let's we'll, let's go into a break real quick. So here's one that I thought was very interesting. 
And I was saying that we can do some group break. Um, I know that you break with completely different breakers than I do. So I feel like between the two of us, we can give some reviews if you don't know where to break or whatever. I've broken with quite a few different people and I feel like I know what's reliable. I feel like I know their strengths and their weaknesses and all those things. But um, one of the most reliable um, breakers out there for me is Leighton Sports Cards out based out of um, Florida. They do some insane, they, they've been doing some breaks that I've just been watching in amazement if you haven't watched the Brett. And so what they've done is they do their, their hit draft and um, you know, it's their repack product. They call it Almanac. And I think I got into an Almanac once and it was really hard for me, but I think I paid $400 for an Almanac hit draft. And that's a lot for me. And my wife probably if she's listening, will come in and start choking me right now. But, but um, I got a really nice Donovan Mitchell out of the deal. And then I, they actually, I just sent them like 30 extra bucks. They graded it for me, came back a 9.5. So the, that was it. But now in the two year or three years I've been watching Brett, $10,000 hit packs. Or, or it was insane. It was it was something like four. It might have been four or five thousand. But the thing that I thought was funny was they had a huge three hundred dollars Super Bowl mix, a three hundred box Super Bowl mixer, ten thousand five hundred dollars random team spot. Okay, so then I watched it. Some people bought two of them. I thought, wow, you could have paid off my minivan. <laughs> but with that, <laughs> um, yeah. So the one thing that I felt really bad for a guy, and I was watching early, and I watched it. It was so cool to watch all day. I just love watching the breaks sometimes, even if you're not in them. Like, there's no way I would get in a break like that. But it was so cool to watch some of the hits. But um, right before they were asking for trades, and the one, and it, it was very this year heavy. Um, with some extra old years, you know, put in there. So they had some good ones. I think their highlight was like they had the Patty Mahomes National Treasures case, which I think said that he said was selling for, he said he priced it at 65 when he priced the breakout, um, but it was going for like 80, 85 or whatever. So he priced it down. He's a really fair um, breaker, but the trade that went down, they traded one of the random teams and I felt so bad for the guy because then as the break went on, you could just feel, I, I just felt for him. He traded the Patriots um, for the Bengals. And so the, that was the big trade. So the, the guy was like, yeah, yeah, you have to email us to confirm. So he traded the Bengals. Well, the one, the guy that traded the Bengals for the Patriots is the guy I felt sorry for. I guess he was just ch chasing Tom Brady, which as we know in the Super Bowl victory now, that was a good chase for him, but it did not pan out for him at all. And there were so many like one, like number to five Joe Burrow rookie number and it just kept going and it kept going and finally i think it, it like with a few boxes left he's just like i'm gonna go to bed because i just can't take it anymore you know that like is people are like even one of the breakers i think was like did the guy know that when he made i don't think he was like and he's like saying it's his it's um brad one of the breakers and i was like oh brad don't rub it in to the poor guy you can already see it in the chat going on, but can you imagine getting it at 10,500? It would be so hard to break even with that anyway, but then I right. feel like the Bengals were one of your best teams to get, even, you know, you're assuming Burroughs coming off the ACL or whatever, but boy, I tell you, Brett, I felt so bad for that guy. He just, and he never got it. He never, there, I, I watched for so many hours. I don't remember any big Patriots hits, but I can remember tons of Joe Burroughs popping out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's really rough 
to see those kind of things like that, you definitely see it, you know, or, or if they're, like, I do, so I watch a lot of my breakers on Instagram, and Instagram Live is probably where I watch the high majority. Uh, the number one people that I break with, uh, and they'll probably get mentioned a lot in here, is Kosher Cards. They're based out of Miami. Um, uh, the guys who started it used to work for Polwax. Uh, before breaking off of them and starting their own. Pullbox is another good one to follow as well. Um, and um, there's very entertaining. Um, you know, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Um, yeah. Blood cards, I like to watch. They're really quick when they go through all theirs. Um, they can burn through a box of cards in a matter of minutes. Where <laughs> Coacher is a little more personality-driven. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I really, really... Um, enjoy that aspect of it of their interaction with their fans with the guys who are on there uh fairly reasonable breaks i mean you're not gonna they don't, you're not gonna have anything that's gonna uh, exceed you know um i don't know two or three hundred dollars is like the top part uh most of the time i can get to a break uh for as little as you know 85 uh dollars right and they might just do one um patrick Mahomes um optic mega box uh personal 850 or you know, $95 a spot uh, for, you know, 18 breaks, something like that, and our eight-person break. So I like I like them because I don't think they're terribly priced. Um, they have a lot of product. They do a good variety of just mostly basketball, um, and but um, a good balance of basketball and football. Uh, they don't ever do baseball, nothing like that. Um, and so I have to go other places to watch baseball breaks. But um, – they're probably my number one uh, breaker that I, um, if I was to show you, um, and I don't know if we're ever going to do the video side of this or just do the audio piece, but, um, you know, if I was to show most of my collection that I've got from breaks has been um, from uh, from Kosher. And, and they'll do repacks sometimes. They'll do um, slab packs uh, and all that. Um, and it's real... Um, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're just a lot of fun. I've gotten to know them over the last uh, six, nine months. So that's who I, uh, that's who I recommend uh, to people who are maybe new, get into it because they're, like I said, they're reasonably priced, a little bit of retail, a little bit of hobby. Uh, it's not all, it's not all hobby. Um, so you can get in there for kind of a, a nice variety of different breaks. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? You kind of got to, we're, we're limited. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to speak for Brett. He could be a high roller for all I know, but I'm, I'm more yeah. of a modest teacher type breaker. And that's how I met Brett. When we first met, we were both teachers. We were both educators. I still am an educator. Brett is now just selling computer products to educators. So he's still in education, but we, we're, whatever you are with, if education's in the title, we, we kind of just have modest budgets for things and that's why we have to do them, these things. So you, I, I think that that's the interesting thing about us is like I'm a strictly desktop, like YouTube watcher of breaks, and then I, I'm gonna have to slowly get into watching the Instagram stuff, and then that's totally where. And there are so many people on Instagram. I, I think that's really where it's at. If I ever open my Instagram, it's just this has started a live video. This has started a live video, and they're breaking stuff, and I'm like th- that kind of scares me. So. I'll have to start to do that as we uh, go on in the podcast, I think, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely been the way that I've jumped into this more. Um, it's through Instagram breaks. Um, you know, I don't 
and I watched a ton of them on, on YouTube or things like that. Um, I had a friend of mine who got into one on Facebook and I watched it and it was just brutal, brutally slow. Um, and that, you know, there's, there's, there's just a balance. If you're, if you're going to move slowly through a break, then you got to have personality enough to, to carry that mm-hmm. break. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're going to, you know, um, move through it quickly, you got to have, I think like the multiple cameras, different camera angles to to keep um, to keep the, the different the different looks of it. So anyway, it, it, it's gonna be fun over the next you know however long we 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 run with this to talk about different things like that. Um, kind of looking down at the time, it's probably about time for us to wrap it up. Our uh, our first few listeners here are gonna be uh, saying, hey, how long are these guys gonna talk? Yeah, I know it's, it's interesting because we thought maybe we'd go for 20 and we've been going for about 40, 40 or 45 now, which is great though, because I think we do have a lot to talk about. It's exciting to do sports cards. There's so much more we could have talked about. I was going to talk about, um, we'll save it for next time, the Dallas show. I saw your Kobe cards people there on a, on a YouTube video and I saw some getting, showing off the Kobe like slabbed collection. It was just insane. I was like, oh my goodness. Just looking at the card shows, I can't, um, I, I can't wait to start being able to go back to those things. I wish they had had those when I lived in Texas, but I don't, I don't, I guess maybe I wasn't looking or I wasn't there, but I think everything has grown so much now that um, yeah. there's just so much out there that I think we, we have a good difference of experience here and being in different regions that, um, yeah, we can give us, bring some stuff to it. So we hope you keep listening to the short print podcast. Um, if you need to find me, I am actually um, at PDX Sports Cards on Twitter, Instagram, eBay, all that stuff on Facebook. Are, do you have you named yourself at all, Brett? Are you? Yeah, on- so just like I'm on everything, you know, Twitter and Instagram like that, I'm still Mr. Brett Clark, but when it comes to um, stuff for, for my cards, you can find me at, at Mr. C Sports Cards. Uh, both on my eBay store as well as uh, Instagram. I'm 98% sure that's accurate. Uh, but I might have to double check, but something like that. Mr. C Sports Cards, uh, I'm pretty sure is, is, is right. So uh, look me up there and um, a lot of fun. This has been great. I've enjoyed this. Uh, plenty more to talk about. You know, maybe next time I talk again, talk about the um, you know grading of cards. We can talk more about what's going on with, um, you know, Aside from you know breaking cards, going to card shops, what what's going on at card shops right now? What what all they're doing? Um, you know, it's just a, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And I suspect that from time to time we're gonna have some guests uh, join yes. the show as well, maybe yeah. some breakers, and um, and other people who are part part of this hobby. Um, it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. Pro um, from Southern Indiana, I'm Brett Clark, hey, and um, I'm glad to have you guys. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. I'm John Samuelson, coming to you from Portland, and uh, we'll hit you up next time. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in again.